Hello and welcome to the Soul Seeking Love podcast. My name is Alicia, but you can call me Leash. Join me each week as I go on a journey to answer life's biggest questions and probably ask a few more along the way. Thanks so much for joining. Well, 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 new year, new podcast episode. (laughs) I have often said that I don't subscribe to the new year, new me bullshit, but that's not 100% true because I do make goals and resolutions as you would call them. And yes, oftentimes I do look to start them on January 1st ashamed I'll admit that I do that because in truth I believe honestly that if you are going to commit to a change you wouldn't need a new date on the calendar to do it and I wish I had that motivation I try to have that motivation but intrinsically I just don't and I'm going to be real right out the gate with you guys because that's how I that's how I roll um I can't be any other way I don't know how this is who I am I'm going to start leaning into that. And the truth is, there's a lot of things that I want to do. And I haven't done it sheerly out of fear. Not the date on the calendar. Not because I didn't call a resolution or a goal or I didn't put it in a pretty new planner to make the goal stick. I just was scared of failing. But... It's really, it's not failing if you, if you are enjoying it and it's not failing if you're true to yourself and it's not failing if you learn. So I already have diffused the fear of failing and have no reason to not do what I want to do and be who I want to be. So here I am. And with that, I'll get right into my topic this week, which is my New Year's word. So although I don't technically subscribe to resolutions or, or, you know, new year, new me, I do set a word for the year. And this past year in 2021, it was bloom, which was the idea for me that I would really allow myself to become who I am. And I am recording this the week between Christmas and New Year's and we'll publish it on New Year's, the week of the new year in 2022, but what really solidified it for me was being home for a week um, over Christmas and noticing that I am who I am and no longer showing up apologetically for it. And I was triggered a lot when I was home for that week because family and being home in old places trigger you just because of the sheer memory that's embedded into things. And, you know, family is, I mean, they're our biggest teachers or the people that we are mirrored by constantly throughout our lives growing up. We live with them. We see them most often. It's not bad or good. It just is. It's neutral. Most things in life are neutral. It's not it is what it is like in a casual way. It's a neutral way, meaning it can go either good or bad, black or white, yes or no, depending on how we view it and depending on our perception to it. And our own little perception of life is our own little reality. Everybody has one. They're all different which is why black and white exists in the first fucking place. And none of us can seem to wrap our heads around, but it it is that there is truth in being triggered by family and that there are a lot of things that are constantly brought up for us when we're around these people who we've lived the majority of our lives with. 
or not, either way, they've embedded something into us. And I realized I, I have bloomed. There are a lot of things about me that I wish I could change, but I, I can sit with that and just be okay with what is, you know? And the things that I am super uncomfortable with that I know need to change, I am working on, starting right now. And one of them is this podcast. One of them is me showing up to do this, whether or not anyone listens, because I love this. And the truth is, I haven't been my full self on this podcast. And I've been thinking about that a lot this whole year. And this past week, like I said, solidified a lot of things for me that became clear that I have bloomed. I am living in a way that best suits me. And yet there's still so many pieces to the puzzle that are missing. So how can I be more authentic and more transparent and more myself while still calling in those things so that I call in the most aligned things to me. So I've been super esoteric. Let me get more clear here. 2022 word of the year is consistency. 2021 was the word bloom, which allowed me to decide who I am and what I really want so that I could be consistent. Is Alicia the type of person that wakes up and works out every day? Yeah, actually she is. And she hasn't done that in years, but I've been really miserable without it. And am I doing it right now? No, because I haven't carved out space and time in my life to do that. But I realized that I yearn for that. And the, the, the times I have done it in the past few years, not, they haven't been consistent, but the times that I have done it, I've loved it. So I need to get back there. Another one is reading. I love reading. Again, don't carve out enough time for it. Another thing that I love to do um, is travel. And a lot of these things I couldn't do for a while because I was in this, you know, job and this mindset of struggle and, and lack that kept me stuck. And then once I expanded out of that and found my truth, which was, I'm not struggling. I deserve better. I'm made for more and I can find better. I found better. And I bloomed into this new version of me that's a culmination of all my past versions of me and all of these things take time but they do take consistency and they take showing up and as easy as it seems to be consistent it's really not it's not easy to do the same things not necessarily the same exact things but the same habits every single day without wanting to take a day off we're human we're not supposed to burn ourselves out, really. That's why we have to sleep every night. We're, we're literally not designed to go all the time. We are designed to have to take a pause. We've been doing it every single day since we were born. As a matter of fact, most of us probably took two naps and slept all night in the first year of our lives. So, yeah, we seem to forget that as we, as we get older, that we are literally designed to rest. And, you know in resting so much with this pandemic, like being forced to sit at home. Yes, there was a lot of time because there were so many things taken out of my schedule. I couldn't go out. I, could, I couldn't go to work even. I had to, you know, I was home anyway, working from home. I just happened to do that anyway. But I had this teaching, I was teaching yoga. That was taken away from me. So I couldn't go to that job. I haven't done that since. 
um, couldn't see friends. Like our whole chunk of calendar got removed where we couldn't have a social life. We couldn't have jobs the way that they looked previous to the pandemic. We couldn't go out to a restaurant. We can't go to the gym. Like so many things changed. And I took that as an opportunity to rest, but I also took it as an opportunity to start making excuses as to why I couldn't do things. So let me pick up some bad habits. And I have been slowly unlearning them throughout the course of 2021. And I'm not saying the pandemic is the only reason why I learned bad habits. I'm just saying it gave me way more time to expand on them. I was one of those people that didn't, you know, write a book or, you know, I don't know, start a new Instagram following or do this podcast or blog even. I was not one of those people during the pandemic. I was still working from home. So what I did was work overtime because I lost all my yoga income. But I also, I took a lot of time to think. I moved across the country. I watched a lot more TV than I normally would have. I drank a lot more than I normally would have. Um, A lot of things that I didn't consciously choose. And then I realized, oh, I used to consciously choose things and I stopped doing that because I was so stressed out about the pandemic. I just allowed myself to fall into whatever habits came natural to me. And the only way to break habits is consistency with new ones. And I've been really sitting with that. What are the things in my life that I'm happy with? What are the things in my life that I wish I did more of? And what are the things that I have absolutely nothing in that aspect of my life that I want to add to my life? So I love my new job and I've been putting a ton of focus in it, but I've noticed I'm putting too much focus on it just because I'm not focusing on other things. I mean, I don't need to work 60 hours a week. I sometimes choose to just because I feel like it'll help me get ahead. But then I feel so behind in other areas. So I'm working on that balance. I'm working on sticking to 40 hours. I'm working on not checking Slack when I'm off. And I'm working on taking my lunch breaks. And then what am I doing? Well, what do I want to do in my other time, my spare time, my personal life? Reading books. Great. So I read on my lunch break. Perfect. That's a commitment that I can easily make. And then what are the other things that I'm lacking? Yeah, I I currently read. Do I want to read more? Yes, how do I do that? Stop scrolling on Instagram. Stop watching TV for three hours. You know, and these are not always, you know, these are real things that I'm talking about. I sometimes would use examples as exaggerate stories, but another thing that I want to be consistent with is being real because in real life, this is how I talk. And on my podcast, I want you to hear me as me, not me as Alicia the podcaster. This isn't a false identity that I've created. And everything that I've said in previous podcasts has been true, but I'm going to be even more real going forward in 2022. Because there's no benefit to be gained from just scratching the surface. I'm here to go deep. Some people are uncomfortable with that, and that's cool. I'm okay with that. I can't live in the shallow. Nobody who loves me for who I am And the only way that I can love me for who I am is being this intensely deep person that I am. I can't be that fake friend that just says, hey, how are you doing? And you say, I'm okay. Just be like, oh, okay, cool. And then move on. Like, I want to be there. I want to know what's really going on. I want to hear the truth in someone's voice when they give me an answer. And, you know, we all know when someone lies to us. I think I'm particularly good at it, but I feel like 
we can feel that authenticity. And what would be the point of any of us showing up not as who we are? I'm not saying you have to like everybody's authentic self. You don't even have to like your own authentic self. But if you don't, you can change yours. And if you don't like someone else's, you can step away from it. I think that's so hard for us to grasp. And I think that was hard for me to grasp even because I wanted to be this mold of perfection. And the truth is I'm not. And it's hard to sit with the fact that you're not fucking perfect. Like, what's the point? So it's like, what's the point of lying to yourself, which is believing that you could be perfect? But then what is the other point of not accepting who you are? Like, either way, you're miserable. You're either seeking something that can never be achieved because it's not true. Or you're miserable because you're fighting yourself. So I've, I've just decided to accept. Do I love the weight that I've gained over the past few years? Absolutely not. Do I think that I'm ugly? Absolutely not. I don't think that I feel the best at this weight in my body. I don't like how sluggish and heavy I feel. And it's honestly, it's not just the weight. It's the... Um, energy levels that I have and I think that some of it is part of gaining weight but I think some of it is just my general energy is down for a myriad of reasons but I also my stomach doesn't feel right my head doesn't feel clear the food that I'm eating doesn't serve me I see it because of the weight but I don't know that I would have noticed it as quickly if I hadn't have gained the weight this quickly because it was the most glaring thing for me Because I've been thin my entire life and it's been drilled into me that that is the highest standard of beauty. And it's not. Nobody's called me ugly just because I'm larger. Nobody thinks I'm less worthy because I'm larger. Only me. Only I do. And if there are people out there that think I'm less worthy, then that's that's kind of like their own shit to deal with. Because who cares what I look like if it's not your body? If your body's perfect to you, then what does it matter what mine is? I mean, I think my health is most important, but wait, such a fraction of that. It's not the whole thing. So I want to feel better in my skin, but first I had to learn how to feel comfortable in my skin. And I can't feel comfortable in my skin if I'm constantly judging and trying to change what it looks like. I have to do both if I want to make a change. But it has to be coming from the right place. And up until recently, it wasn't. And I'm at a point now where if I stayed this size but felt good, I don't know that I'd care about being this size. But I don't feel good, so I'm going to work on that first. And if that results in me losing weight, then the weight was necessary to lose. But let me, let me just state this as well. That's my body. I think it looks great at my size now. I think it looks great at the size I was when I was thinner. I think everybody looks great at the size that's meant best for their body. That's not a specific number. That's not a a number on the scale. That's not a, a size on a piece of clothes. I think we all look beautiful in different shapes and sizes. And I honor that difference. I honor women's curves. I honor men's muscles. And... I honor the vast difference from big and small in both genders, in all genders, not just two, there's more. But I had to learn to appreciate 
my differences before I could see that, oh my God, like that, just that there's so many and they're all beautiful. And, and you know, it was funny, the way that I learned to appreciate mine was to appreciate others. And it kind of worked backwards because I was thinking, I don't judge anyone as harshly as I judge myself. And then the people I did judge, I had to really look at because why? They don't look like me. Why should they? If I want to be my true self, I want to show up as my true self and not be judged for it. So why am I judging others for it? I don't have to like it. I don't have to be everybody's best friend. I don't have to fall in love with everybody. But I can honor and appreciate and accept it. And that's like, I don't know, it's a different level of of love. Unconditional in the sense that nothing has to be right or wrong for it to be. Unconditional in the sense that it doesn't have to be your favorite thing for it to be worthy, for it to be good, whatever else. So the way I feel about myself is huge. My career is huge. Those are some things that I'm really big with. My relationships are huge. And I think I'm at a point where I, I haven't been as social as I would like to be. But most of that's the pandemic. Another part of it is um, I isolate in fear. I isolate in fear that I won't have the relationships that I want. And I self-sabotage, which I talked about in the last episode, which was a while ago. But it's there if you haven't heard it. And, um, you know, I, I want to be close with my family in a way that works for me. Because geographically, I'm not close to any of them. But the people that matter, I'm close to in my heart for me. And I feel that way with my friends. The only thing that's missing is a partner. And that's a glaring one. So glaring. Another thing that I love to talk about, and I will talk about more in 2022. Because apart from me showing up authentically and being consistent with this podcast... I want to be consistent with my dating life, just like the way I'm consistent with all of the other habits that I want to grow and the way that I'm consistent at work. It's not that it's a job to be in a relationship, but if I know that I want one, I can't stop looking. And I've had this backwards mentality about it this whole time. So I'm not going to give up. And I'm not going to be a victim about it. I'm not going to feel sorry for myself that I'm single. And I'm going to stop feeling sorry for myself that all my friends aren't. Because I don't want them to be alone just because I am. And I don't want them to be alone if that makes them... Or if, you know, if the person that they're with is is somebody that they love. I want to be happy for them. I want to share in that. Because when I have it, I want them to share in it with me. But I want that. So I want to explore more of my dating life on this podcast, more of how I've learned about who I am on this podcast, because I think it's so important and so much of what I've learned about me was through other people. And if you don't have those people in your life yet, here I am, I'm that person. A lot of how I learned about that was from traveling, from seeing new things, And if you don't have the opportunity to do that, here I am. I'm that person. You want to learn something new, but you're stuck at home and it's a fucking pandemic? Cool. Put on this podcast. 
And dating, I mean, the times that we are able to be social, especially now, God, it's fucking awkward as hell. And, you know, I I don't find myself to be a consistently awkward person. I've been told that I'm actually more intimidating when I'm on dates because I'm so confident in who I am. Not that I'm cocky, but that I know who I am and what I want. And I, I don't apologize for it anymore. I learned that this year. I want what I want. And every time I say no to something I don't want, I get more of what I want. It's really fucking hard to say no, though. But I'm here to explain how I do it. And no, I'm not a success story on everything in life yet. But you don't have to be to learn the lesson. I feel like we learn more in failure anyway. I'm not saying successful people don't know what they're doing. They do. But they failed a lot. So rather than wait for me to be successful, to share my lessons along the way, here it is in real time. And that's what I want to bring to the table with consistency. And I'm sort of treating this like a diary. And I don't mean it to be that kind of rhetoric, but it's how it's coming out for this episode. And... You know, maybe that is my authentic self. I don't know, but I'm exploring it more as I go. All I know right now is that this is where I want to be. And if this is resonating for you, this is where you want to be too. So that's my commitment resolution, as you could call it, for 2022. I like to call it focus or word of the year. Because everything I do throughout the whole year... I don't have to have a specific goal. I don't have to have a checklist. I just have to have this idea in mind. And if I follow that idea, everything else falls into place. And it it always works so perfectly with where I'm aligned and what the timeline is. So in addition to being consistent, also, additionally, I want this time to be consistent. Every week, Monday, this will be released in the new year, 2022. And it will be 20 to 25 minutes. I can make that commitment and promise to you as well. I don't want to take up too much time. I think this is a good commute to work pace and time. A good walk around the block pace. Or just a good listen in the shower pace. But anything past that, we start to fall asleep. Which... This is what I'm about to do right now. So, I am so fucking excited to see what this new year brings. And no, I'm not claiming it. And no, I'm not jinxing it. It doesn't matter that we're in a pandemic. We can still be excited. Both can be fucking true. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I really hope you enjoyed the conversation today. If you did, of course, you know what to do. Subscribe, rate, review, share it with a friend, and of course, I'll see you again next week. Thanks so much and take care.